Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. You may know my guest today by the social media persona, Certified Health Nut. He is a world-renowned life coach and healer who spent over eight years living with and working with the indigenous tribes of the Amazon rainforest, not only as a healer, but as a medicine hunter, utilizing some of the world's most sacred plants, including ayahuasca. And upon his return in early 2000s, really decided to continue his journey, both spiritually and physically, um, to optimize his health and well-being. I came across him through a former guest, Eben Britton. So if you're a fan of that episode, you'll really like this. And, and if you didn't listen to that and you enjoy this episode, certainly go back and check it out. He's a fascinating guy. Um, he's an author. Uh, you can find his book on his website. We'll talk about it. It's called Ripped at 50. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. He's a fascinating guy. Please give it up for my guest, Troy Casey. But before we enjoy the episode, I want to give a big shout out to the sponsor of the show, Action. So we talk all the time about Action and the specialty roast coffee, which is sourced from Guatemala and is small batch roasted in Austin, Texas upon your order. It's some of the best coffee that you're ever going to taste. But today, I really want to put some focus on the natural supplements that Action also has brought to market, including Active. Active is a combination of turmeric and hemp, and it's combined together with black pepper extract, which maximizes the absorption of those compounds into your bloodstream. If you're not familiar with the power of turmeric and the power of hemp, the two main things you need to look up are curcumin and CBD. Both are great for combating inflammation. I take it every night. I wake up feeling much more rested, much more relaxed. Um, I think it's definitely making an impact on my inflammation, soreness in my joints. And with the pandemic raging and COVID-19 on the forefront of everything, it does not hurt to reduce your inflammation. Do your research, look into it. I swear to you, it's something you're going to want to take. In addition to Active, they're also releasing another new product called Fuel, which is an MCT bomb. It's a sweet on-the-go treat of clean energy zero carbs, very healthy for you. And for folks that are fasting, it's a great way to keep yourself satiated and not consume a whole lot of calories during that process to throw you out of, to throw you out of your fast. Head over to drinkaction.com. That's action with a K. Use the code word curious. You'll get 15% off of your order. And if you're really feeling kind of excited today, sign up for the subscription and you'll get 20% off. Drinkaction.com. Use code word curious, check out the new supplements, and of course, grab yourself some coffee while you're there. Enjoy the show, folks. Justin Jones in the house. What's happening, brother? Man, I'm great. I'm, by the way, digging the shirt. Oh, thanks, man. Wu-Tang forever, baby. Amen to that. No, good stuff, dude. I Thank you so much for taking the time to hop on here with me. I, uh, I came across your presence in this universe through Eben Britton. So, um, Love him. Great guy, right? 
Oh my God, what a gentle giant he is. He's such a he's such an amazing friend. Love him. Yeah, his energy's off the charts. And I started to kind of see you popping up more and more through these algorithms that I'm sure are at play uh, for, for a positive in a way. Um, I'm so negative on all that crap, but it was through that that I was able to find you. And, you know, I've been watching from the outside and slowly, um, you know, probably gravitating a little bit more and more over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's like, I got to have this guy on the show because you've been speaking a lot of things that have been very instrumental for me, um, you know, both on thought as well as health and well being. Um, I've been on an interesting journey and uh, I've been taking a lot of what you say. And so I thought, you know, let's get him on here and let's have an open dialogue about some stuff. So thank you. Yeah, awesome. Looks like you're into some rock and roll back there. I'm into it, man. Anything that uh, makes noise and causes chaos was always uh, something that I loved, right? So and thankfully, I have parents that allowed me to explore that passion of mine throughout my life. So very lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm aligned with the whole rock, rock and roll sensibilities, you know, kind of the rebel. And I think music has a way to really overturn a lot of the silliness that we've created. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy the hip hop and the NWA with the fuck the police back in the early nineties and late eighties. And, and, uh, you know, for the pr justice, really, really speaking out about injustice. And, uh, I love the whole hip hop movement. And now to see a lot of my hip hop fans, um, you know, a lot of my hip hop, uh, people that I'm a fan of really get caught up in this whole racial divide and, and uh, political divide and they're being played like pawns. I thought that it was cool that Ice Cube the other day, you know, he's like, I'm nobody's pawn. I'm here to work with people and I got my own agenda. And if the Democrats want to work with me, I'm going to work with them. If the Republicans want to work with me, I'm going to work with them. I don't care. I have an, I have an agenda. Instead of people just jumping on the bandwagon, going like Cardi B and being stupid on the social media with another stupid politician. Mm -hmm. And people aren't even judging the character of the people. They're, 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 they're not even looking at that. They're, they're adopting some idealistical, idealistic tribalism that may or may not be relevant completely in their life because they haven't dug down to bedrock or the zero point and really understand what's going on. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I wonder if it's just a lack of not having the experience of seeing something like that play out, the negative impacts. You know, most people live in such a surface level existence that the, you know, geopolitical ramifications of life are so far over their head. They don't know the impact and you know, how that's going to really hold back civilization as a whole. I worked in the Amazon as a medicine hunter with an herbal company, and I saw the demise in the rainforest. And I was, I was like, oh, well, let's change this. And then I realized that commerce intertwined with geopolitics was blocking it through the use of oil in the petrodollar exchange. And Confessions of an Economic Hitman was kind of the best book that really understood to put the way of the world uh, into a, an understanding of where we're at with manifest destiny and how to unravel that. And what I saw working in the Amazon was that oil and money are holding humanity back uh, at the largest level. And if you look into Rockefeller Medicine and the AMA and the WHO and the UN and 
all these other regulatory bodies funding universities and research bias and even physics departments that are funded by Rockefeller Foundation. You start talking about free energy or zero point technology or cold fusion and you get kicked out of school. And so, um, mm -hmm. so we've got to unwind that. And my methodology is to be subversive in art. All art is subversive and really getting life affirmative messages out there because right now we're on a death wish with oil, petrochemical byproducts are in pharmaceutical drugs. The medical industry is fa failing us. The economy is failing us. We have no gold backing. It's based on oil, oil, oil wars, uh, et cetera. And so ma mainly me trying to unravel everything was really about the, the oil wars. And I didn't see that stopping until the current administration. And so, you know, I, I observe all this stuff and I'm here to get the world healthy, plain and simple. And I say that the, the current battlefield is on the human mind. And we've been, uh, I, I say that we've been uh, infected with a brain virus that's antithetical to life itself. Antibiotics mean uh, to kill all life mm -hmm. or anti-life. And so anyways, I got sideways on a rant, but no, that's, what drives my, that's what drives my work. You know, we can only be as healthy as the environment and we're putting... Uh, war manufacturing chemicals into the soil, MPK, since, nine, uh, since after World War II, that was the bomb-making materials then. Mm -hmm. Then during the Vietnam War, they, de they developed this herbicide and pesticide technology to burn down the jungles of Vietnam, and then they put, Monsanto put those uh, elements into the food. So you got glyphosate, which is a spinoff of Agent Orange and napalm. Um, they put that as an herbicide and they stick it with the petroleum to the plants. Most people don't realize this. Petrochemical byproducts are intertwined with everything. It's uh, the five things that are holding us back are um, oil and then uh, petrochemical byproducts in uh, pharmaceutical drugs. So pharmaceutical drugs. Then you've got chemical companies like Monsanto and Dow and DuPont. And then you've got uh, um, uh, weapon manufacturing companies and then the media is owned by all those multinational conglomerates. And so the media controls the mind of the human, and then they go and sell these weapons. They fund both sides of the war. So then they sell the weapons, and then the chemicals, are, are the industrial chemicals are, are used, and the pharmaceutical drugs to give people that are torn inside at the soul level, going, what the fuck are we doing here? So then they give everybody pharmaceutical drugs to kill, to numb them, and then it's all intertwined with the, the, the agribusiness. So it's ag, ag business, chemical companies, pharmaceutical companies, oil companies, weapon manufacturers, and the media. And these are the multinational conglomerates that are holding everything in place. And I'm here to subvert all of that. Yeah, it starts, it starts with being able to talk about it, right? And I think that's the scary thing. I mean, the last 10 days, we've seen this play out in chilling fashion. And the thing that's the worst is that everybody that's okay with this massive censorship is, is only okay of it because they're more afraid of the straw man than they are of the 300 foot cliff coming uh, ahead on the river, you know, this waterfall. And they've justified it saying, you know, I want this guy out of office. And for me, you know, we're talking about so many other things on this podcast, right? Like think about Monsanto, right? You have a company that's billions and billions and billions of dollars, super connected politically if we're just going to create this precedent for free speech to be terminated, I mean, 
it's not just limited to politics or who's president right now. This crosses all party lines. This crosses race, a creed, and religion. This this starts to be a real problem in every aspect of, of civilization. Um, but at the end of the day, you said it, man, it feeds itself, right? I mean, create chaos, um, push drugs. I personally, uh, and this is the one thing I wanted to ask you, you, know, you, you brought up herbicides and pesticides in Monsanto. Uh, I've had a struggle for the last couple of years with some autoimmune problems, and I haven't really gotten any type of firm answer. You know, I've, I've seen uh, dermatologists, I've seen my primary care, um, I see a DO, you know, he's, he's pretty, um, I would say open to Eastern medicines and alternative medicines, but I haven't been given a, an actual answer. And, you know, the long and the short of it is very bad stomach problems uh, over the course of a couple of years, which has manifested into a rash that's kind of just pops up randomly on my body um, and hair loss in certain spots where, you know, the best answer that I've gotten is, hey, you're having autoimmune responses that are causing you to really attack yourself. Your white blood cells are attacking your hair follicles and your skin cells. Um, I've changed diet. I've, you know, I've tried to remove certain things, but I haven't been able to put my finger on exactly what it is. And that's really why I started to like click the follow button and listen intently onto what you're saying, because a lot of what you're talking about were problems that I've had. And I'm like, the more I looked into it, I'm like, man, this guy's not, you know, he's, he's not out there too far. Um, you know, maybe he's out there far enough, far enough away from this crap that's keeping me caught in this churn cycle of pain and agony and confusion. Maybe I need to actually go out there with him. Well, yes. And I suffered, uh, I had black mold exposure, Stracobotrys, and Aspergillus penicillium. These are deadly um, uh, mold spores and, and they get inside the body and they release mycotoxins. It's very Lyme-esque autoimmune. I had neurological dysfunction. I had brain fog. I had lethargy. I had chronic fatigue. I had 30 years of stomach issues. That's kind of what drove my education and my quest for my own health. Um, but let's back it up a little bit. What, we, what we're seeing with you and inside humans, and it manifests differently in each one's genetic structure. And so what we're seeing, seeing is a bioaccumulation of uh, toxic compounds and everyone's methylation and detoxification pathways are different. Their lifestyle is different. Uh, you add to it Wi-Fi uh, discordant energies, discordant uh, electrical fields, um, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart had a Petri dish and it grew 600% around the ambient Wi-Fi in the laboratory. When they shut that down or put a Faraday cage over that, it stopped growing. So it exacerbates these types of mycotoxins or microbes that grow inside of us. And we're in symbiotic relationship with fungus, uh, bacteria, parasites, etc. And uh, we've trashed the planet. And we are the planet. We are. We carry our own soil in our gut microbiome. When that gets too much bad bacteria and the, uh, proliferates, that creates dysbiosis and it creates all sorts of other problems. Anything on the skin is fungal related. So if your gut gets compromised, then you're dealing with fungal overgrowth. Um, and if you get exposed like I did to black mold mycotoxins, which are also in food, they're in peanuts, they're in 
uh, certain grains as well. And of course, we've been sold these heart-healthy grain diets, which was more bullshit that was propagated by Kellogg's and General Mills in the 50s and the 60s. And then what are our results? Because our mentors, my mentor always says, you know, results never lie. So 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. How do you fatten up a animal to bring them to market? Well, you feed them grain and lo and behold, and then we spray it with pesticides and herbicides. 30, 40 years of that. And we have that showing up as bioaccumulation uh, inside the human being. Uh, glyphosate, the Monsanto herbicide is ubiquitous and it's pervasive. They found it in women's breast milk, fetal tissue, and they found it in the Arctic. So it's everywhere. Um, and so um, people's guts are compromised. Autoimmune is through the roof. Autoimmune is 20 years old maximum. You used to get go to the doctor and then they would say that you're crazy and then they give you psych meds. And so, and people look at me and they, oh, well, how, you're a healthy looking guy. So when I cured my uh, autoimmune, I had to do mind over matter. I had to tell myself if this holistic health stuff works, then I have to apply it inside of myself at 50 years old. And so sleep, nutrition, movement as medicine, relationships, uh, figuring out your dream, your purpose and legacy. These are primary elements or first principles as they say in physics um, to get your uh, baseline of health. And then you can introduce you know, the esoteric, the hydrogen peroxide, ozone therapy, um, you can do urine therapy, you can do uh, all sorts of frequency, uh, Victor Schauberger, uh, Wilhelm uh, Reif technology, Tesla technology. There's many different things that you can tune up, but most of everything is free and it's in nature, whether that's pranayama, which is breath work, or ice baths and the combination of the two and qigong to get your electrical electromagnetic frequencies working that raise above the discordant energies. So you have to raise your frequency and vibration of your mental structure first, and mind is an embodied process. So you are all mind. So your ideas have to be able to play out into your physical structure, or they have no ballast in reality. Or said another way, um, if something has um, uh, veracity, uh, in the physical realm, then it should live inside of a human being. If an idea works, then it should live inside of a human being. And things obviously work like our oil top-down economy and world that we live in. So it works, but at what cost? And we're choking off our energy supplies and, and, uh, and our, you know, the pollution is choking off the real energy supplies, which is air, water, and soil. So my mission as a human, as a businessman, um, is my mission is to raise human consciousness and change all systems on the planet. Uh, my uh, vision is clean air, water, soil, and equitable systems for all mankind. I'm utilizing the laws of biomimicry, which states life creates conditions conducive for life. So a spider at aqueous uh, solution um, room temperature can take things from its local environment and build something that's five times the strength of steel. So this plays out everywhere in nature. We are moving towards cooperation and collaboration. Um, 
money, I do believe that we're going to move into the gift economy where brothers and sisters give their natural God-given gifts. Everyone's different and we have to create a society that allows people to give these gifts. If you don't know how to chase paper right now and you don't fit into society very well, you put your square peg in a round hole, then um, you don't make that money. And if you don't make that money, that causes financial stress and then you can alleviate that with socially acceptable uh, drugs and alcohol. And, uh, you know, we see the halfway houses and the crazy houses full of people that don't fit into society. A lot of PTSD war veterans that come home and they, they can't fit this training into society. And so we've got um, a little bit um, uh, uh, sideways as oh. a species and, and a culture. And so anyways, I'm rambling a little bit, but that's the essence of my methodology and my solutions. And I'm running for president of planet Earth this year. My solutions are free energy, calling it forth no different from the Wright brothers, Tesla technology, cold fusion as they were working on in the 80s. Uh, so free energy, first and foremost, speaking it into existence, using the rules of alchemy, focus creates reality. Then we have the gift economy, permaculture, food's free when you drop a seed in the, into the soil and you know how to manage it naturally. And then self-care education, when we all know how to take care of ourselves Naturally, we want to take care of the local environment that's in front of us. So that's my methodology. Those are my four solutions. I am happy to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any politician or leader on this planet or thought leader that wants to dismantle iron sharpens iron. I have to get these ideas out to people and mm -hmm. to see if, if uh, there, there's some uh, backlash or something doesn't work. We got to flush that out. We got to do the dance. We got to make it work. A missing element, right? you know, pressure testing of ideas. I think I, you know, what I really took from everything you're saying is that it takes commitment. It takes determination. It takes uh, a real change in self to drive that. And I don't know if, if there's people that are capable of that or they don't understand their true capabilities. So it seems far off and it's just easier to settle for less. So for me, it's very simple. And again, I had a lot of mentorship. I had a lot of great teachers and mentors. Of course, the great Paul Check is, is uh, my health mentor. I also studied a lot of business. It's very simple. Gandhi said it perfectly, become the change that you wish to see in the world. I came out of the jungle in 2006. YouTube was a brand new reality. I had exotic footage of shamans and ayahuasca and research into these plants. And people were romanced and they liked that idea and they liked my work, but they were too busy. They, they didn't have the capacity to really give a shit. And because we're driving in cars, jobs that we hate, job cars that we can't afford, don't have enough time to feed ourselves organic food, um, not getting paid what we're worth, doing things that we don't want to do. Um, and so you want to get healthy. You want to figure out what you want in your life, that you're, you're a child of God. You're an all-knowing self-healing mechanism. So, excuse me, figuring out exactly what you want in life and then going after it. And you're going to need a healthy body. So I wrote the book, Ripped at 50, A Journey to Self-Love. It has nine pillars of health in it. And it's not that I'm God give, God's gift to bodybuilding or anything like that. This is what's possible for a 55-year-old man. And so uh, I shot this when I was 53, and uh, I'm in better shape than I am now, and I work out less. Um, this is about what's possible when you align yourself with the uh, natural laws of the universe. And so um, 
The body requires hydration, nutrition. It requires movement. It requires sleep. Um, there's nine pillars of health in here, and that's just a baseline for everyone's health, young or old, male or female, healthy or sick. You still need to come back to these basic fundamental principles. And as you start to lose weight, become clear, the mind becomes clear, you figure out what you love, you get into nature a little bit more, you want more, you, want, you like life. And so then you're going to naturally contribute and see what you can do in your local environment. And if you're working for a corporation that's antithetical to life itself and it's eating away at, you, at the soul, then the book also has, uh, it has uh, exercises for you to figure out exactly what your heart desires. And then you can program your mind and go out and create your own manifest destiny um, and align yourself with the future not waiting for the, 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 the government to change anything, the world leaders. You are a leader. We all have our natural God-given gifts, and we need our health to, to bring those gifts to fruition. So be healthy is my message. Be healthy to the nth degree. You have four bodies in the third dimension, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and each one of them needs nourishment. You can solve things at the spiritual level for everything else, or you can work backwards from the physical level into the mental, into the emotional. All roads lead to the same level of awakening. So, and we're ever evolving, as the Greeks said, gnosis, praxis, and telekis, to do, to, to, to know, to do, to become. An ever evolving phi ratio, phi ratio spiral into an infinity. So we're never really arrived. We're, we're, we're just evolving. And I postulate that peace on earth is coming. We got to crack some eggs to make a souffle, but we've already fought all the wars and destroyed the planet and divided ourselves. And now it's the time to, to come back around the fire. It's the reunification of the brotherhood of man. And so um, be healthy, get healthy, wrap your head around it. Read my book, read Paul Check's book. You know, follow um, Sean, the, what, what is his name, the, the model or underground wellness from Sean Croxton or Dave Asprey. There's plenty of good information out there. Tim Ferriss has some great information as well. Obviously, our friend Eben, Eben Britton. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of information out there. Start aligning what you want in your heart and see what you need to do to build that. You're going to need some water. You're going to need some, 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 some organic food for the mineral content. Um, Where can people with find you? you I, I, my book can be found on my website, rippedit50book.com. They can okay. find it on my Instagram. They can find it. They can Google it. Um, it'll be on Amazon soon. We still have the hardcovers. We're on our second uh, printing of this right now. I wanted a collector's mm -hmm. item for people. Um, and so... Um, the book's pretty easy to find. Um, and then we're going to be, we just pre-launched it. We're, we're going to fully launch it coming up really soon here. And so, uh, yeah, keep it simple, guys. Don't overwhelm you. And I'm happy to get more deeper into your autoimmune stuff uh, if you want to do that as well. Yeah, before I do, I, I would love to. I, I do have one thing because it's, you know, now that we're what? We're in October. So this whole crazy COVID shit really started becoming mainstream in February, March, like March, early March, right? So we're uh, like six, seven, eight months of, of people freaking out and panicking and trying to drive behaviors um, 
which from their perspective is going to save, you know, the susceptible. But I think about it and I'm like, man, you could change your whole existence, your life, your, your diet, you know, start exercising. Nine months is a long time to get yourself right. And when you look at the numbers, right, political crap aside, there's a very clear tale that unhealthy people are the ones who are susceptible for complications of a virus. I don't care if it's COVID or the flu, bronchitis, you know, whatever you catch, if you're not a healthy person, that's probably at a detriment to you and your ability to recover. So your ability to be cognizant. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's just with the amount of effort that a lot of people are spending really pushing the mask or the social distancing or, you know, fighting to get kids out of schools. And I'm sure coming from a place where they think they're, they're solving problems, but you know, nine months, you could have changed your diet. You could have, you could have theoretically impacted your risk factor way more than you will by all the nonsense that you're engaging in that you don't control anyways. You don't control other people. You can control yourself. And the number one way for yourself to be safe is to be a healthier person. Yeah, I got, I got very wealthy real estate clients that come out um, and do my events, whether it's in California or Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've worked up the ladder. They figured out how to paper chase. They're obviously got the accolades in society. They got big houses and stuff but they don't have their health. And a lot of them are younger than me. They spend a weekend with me. They go home and I've got multiple guys just from this uh, uh, last round um, earlier in the year, uh, 2019. I got two guys that lost over a hundred pounds. They rekindle their relationship with their children and their, and their wives. They throw away their old clothes. They get back to either shooting basketball or swimming as they, as they love to do uh, uh, in their teenage years. Um, they don't even start their, their exercise program. And usually it's walking, uh, six months into it because we fine tune their nutrition and their sleep and their caffeine usage, you know, just some real basic knowledge around that uh, dropping a hundred, hundred pounds, hundred plus pounds. That's a big deal. That's like losing a whole person. That's like becoming a whole new person. And so, especially with all the life experiences that you had from the ups and downs. But once people reclaim their health, again, there's, there's, there's no turning back and they base their whole lifestyle uh, around their newfound body and mind ultimately. Yeah. No, I had a guest on six or seven episodes ago. His name's Justin Willoughby. I actually, I grew up with him uh, in a small town in Pennsylvania. And when he was 16 years old, he took a ambulance ride to the Pittsburgh area for treatment because he weighed 799 pounds. And uh, he was, you know, we talked a lot about how you get to that point. And there was a lot to unpack there, you know, he and I'm sure there was more that he could have unpacked. But what he really told me was, you know, he got to that point. And it started with just the realization that while like, I'm at rock bottom, like complete rock bottom, and that there's accountability that needs to be taken for that. Um, but then from there he built on it and it was, you know, how do I just stand up into a standing position and do that until I can't. And then how do I go from the end of the hallway to the other room and then, you know, go outside and walk the driveway and then start going to the gym and start swimming. And after three years, he had lost 
600 pounds. And so now he's, he's at like that 200 pound mark and he's had a number of awakenings, spiritual awakenings, um, especially for him, I think has been a big one. Um, but you know, he's very cognizant of the traps that a lot of people don't realize, and maybe they're just lucky, maybe genetically to your point earlier, right? Everybody's built differently. They, they handle different substances and, you know, maybe they look at someone like him and think, oh, you just have a self-control problem. And they're very quick to dismiss people, um, for things that maybe they're not looking at correctly. And there's a very slippery slope. You mentioned it, right? Like all of the, the shit that was pushed in the fifties and sixties with grain, you know, we can talk about that with sugar. You know, I think sugar has a big problem with my stomach problems. I was a, a really big energy drink, uh, drinker, right? It was part of it was career, right? I was very focused on career. I didn't like coffee a whole lot. So I started drinking Red Bull and Rockstar energy drinks and, you know, I thought that if I didn't drink one, I was going to, I needed to go. It's two o'clock. I got a long afternoon. I got to go drink another 16 ounce can of chemicals. And in the moment, it didn't seem like a big deal, but then it's like, all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, why, why do my knees ache really bad today? I didn't do anything yesterday. And in that moment, you, you brush it off to something else, you know, oh, it's something, you know, and then three days later, you know, maybe you have a rash on your shoulder and you don't even connect it to your knees you think about like, well, maybe I brushed up against something when I was outside. And I started to find myself having a lot of these, what I thought at the time were isolated occurrences. And um, I was always very healthy. You know, I'm, I'm still, even through that, I thought I was very healthy. I was in shape. Um, I exercised not as much as I did in the past, but I was still exercising. Um, but I had a lot of stress and a lot of very unhealthy habits that in hindsight, every single day that I was doing that, it was just adding to that pile of trash. And um, earlier this year, it manifested where I was getting spots on the side of my head. They were, they were red. And uh, then all of a sudden, the hair follicles would start falling out in these little spots. And my lymph nodes in my neck started to get really inflamed. And uh, it just, I was like looking more into leaky gut syndrome and um, I started to take a lot of glutamine, um, a lot of glutamine, like 40 grams of glutamine a day. And I started to take a lot of CBD and I took a lot of turmeric, um, anything that I could to naturally try to crush the inflammation in my body. Because what I was reading was that I didn't know exactly why, but it started to make sense. I'm like, there's some sort of inflammation in my body. And it's probably from a lot of different things. It's probably exacerbated by the way that I've treated my gut and the health of my gut, uh, but it's being bombarded from outward, you know, maybe radiation, maybe it's, you know, living close to a power line, maybe it's the daily energy drinks, it's, it's all of those things, and now I'm starting to really show those outward signs of it, um, and that's really, I mean, I, where I find myself now, the glutamines help, the turmeric helps, but I'm still on that journey to try to get myself back right. Um, so to speak. Well, and that's why I wrote the book to put it all together. So it has, it has the nine pillars of health. And you mentioned something earlier, you know, people could write me off as, Oh, I'm Mr. Genetics, or he was a fashion model. So he's had a silver spoon in his mouth. I've heard it all. You know, I grew up on the street. I've, I've bootstrapped my whole self. You know, I was incarcerated as a youth 
And so people, you know, they judge a book by its cover. And, and so there is a trap with having that cover as that. This is, to me, it's the divinity code. It allows people to stare into their own divinity. This is just what a primal animal looks like when you, this is what a domesticated animal looks like when you activate some primal skills, right? Yes. So, um, so there is a trap with that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit, look at, look at me and my ego, but this is not about my ego. This is about how to take care of the hum, human body. So it has the nine pillars of health, but it has the seven factors of stress. Now, why is that so important? So stress summates in the body. So the body doesn't recognize the, um, you know, the lion chasing you versus uh, having shitty food in your body because it will create inflammation as well. So inflammation creates destability of the uh, uh, destabilization of the joints. Maybe you're experiencing that in your knees. I have the same issues. I had autoimmune. I have foodborne things that don't go down in my gut so well. Um, I've had you know almost 30 years of gut issues. This journey was a discovery into my own mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual issues revolving around my gut, my second and third chakra. I wasn't able to tap into my own power centers. Um, and so because it resided in my lower intestines and through a series of um, quite a few things, you know, 30 years later, you know, I evacuate my intestines <laughs> a couple of times a day and I never thought I would get, you know, my pooping to work that good. And so applying these principles has worked. I started studying with the Czech Institute in uh, 2011, had 20 something, 20 something years of knowledge and nutrition, juicing, fasting and herbs, internal purification, but I didn't put it all together with the sleep and the stress and all that other stuff. So I put that all in the book. The seven factors of stress are really important to understand because you can get nutritional stress. You can get electromagnetic stress. Um, there's physical stress, there's thermoregulatory elements, and that is directly related to our immune system and thermoregulation. We're all in air-conditioned heated houses, right? And we, a lot of people don't do the cold water exposure, et cetera. So the cold water exposure comes in handy with uh, that, it allows you to, to adapt better to stress in general. Um, and so all these stressors, they accumulate in the body. And if you don't have a, a way to off-gas them, and most people are overtraining because um, they try to outrun their bad diet. Um, but if you find, I, I teach my clients and especially the men that I work with, you'll get more mileage out of fine tuning your sleep hygiene, your nutrition and managing your stress than you will try to outrun your bad diet in the gym. How many 40 year olds do I say, oh, I'm going to get in shape this year. They get in, they get one of these trainers in the, in the, in the boot camps you know, not all trainers are the same, right? And everybody's doing the same exercises, burpees, which is a high performance athletic exercise. When I had autoimmune and chronic fatigue, I couldn't do stuff like that, even though I looked healthy, right? Or, or fit. And so, uh, so you have to put it all together. That's why I teach the Qigong, which is gentle exercise. My number one prescribed exercise for clients is walking. This is the way the human body is designed to move through time and space. And it's very Qigong-esque because it's rhythmic, right? We yeah. put that rhythm back into the body. And we're dealing with discordant energies, which subjugates the natural rhythms of the body through the electrical fields, through the paper chasing, through the pollution breathing, etc. Yeah, I saw you doing, uh, trying to think of what you called it, but it was like uh, grabbing a sword 
and and just those natural movements um sheathing the sword so yes. you get the shoulder the shoulder complex is a very complex joint structure so just getting that mobilized i've dealt with stress and other autoimmune stuff you get frozen shoulder that's that, that's a real thing and that's all stress related and so what i teach guys is, is to understand where the stress is coming from so you can manage and mitigate it and then optimize everything that you can your hydration your nutrition and so uh and cleaning out the body a couple of times a year I work with a company that has the only uh, super probiotic on the market proven to pull the glyphosate out of the tissues, 75% in six weeks. So, uh, and we have a, a organic anabolic juice cleanse that goes along with it as well. My business partner has been in business for 27 years. I've been with them for seven and a half years. Um, and juicing, you know, that's been a, a forte of mine because I think my methylation has been messed up. My detoxification pathways have been messed up. So I fell into this fasting hole. Basically, I fast all day long until my body's starving, and then I feed it above-ground vegetables and the highest quality wild meats or biodynamic organic meats, grass-fed meats that I can find um, and keep it as extremely simple as possible and get as many herbs and pre-digested nutrients that my body doesn't have to uh, uh, metabolize, doesn't have to work, um, uh, and those nutrients go right into the body. Um, I think when we used to hunt and gather, and I'm looking at the mountains here in Sedona right now, when we were out on the land, we knew what berries to eat, what little herbs that had endless nutrition. A prime example is the coca leaves down in the Andes, man. That is the most amazing nutrition for that environment. And they eat that stuff like food all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much of your ability to pull all this together and to embody this right this is a, a lifestyle you just met i mean you're, you're in sedona so you're like in the heart of it too i mean if there's a place in this country that's conducive to kind of have that mindset it's in sedona but you had mentioned that you spent years in the amazon and so i'd wonder a lot of people I also i also just to let you know i lived in paris tokyo london i've been in i've been in los angeles for 25 years i was never gonna leave because i love it on the beach and then I lived in all the big cities before. So I haven't always lived in the country, but the beach is a very natural, you know, especially that Pacific Ocean is very remote going out there right. besides shipping lanes. Um, so I did live next to nature, but I still lived in a city for many years. Um, but I continue asking that question. How do I put it all together? Yeah, I just wonder, I mean, is... Cause I, and I think to your point, even living in those cities, like I, I grew up in a very small rural town in Northwestern PA, like 10,000 people kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then I've moved around. I've lived in a lot of big cities. I find myself now in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, kind of a good blend of everything, but it, you know, there's people who are seeking out, you know, trips to the Amazon. They're, they're doing this as a way to find themselves and to, have an, an ego dissolving experience, so to speak, um, in many cases. Is, is your time spent there, did that give you a perspective that allows you to embrace all of these things together because you, you saw a different way of life or you had experiences through plant medicine which have given you some insight to power that? Yeah, I mean, working in the Amazon and going down there and drinking the ayahuasca and filming, you know, 
research on the plants. That definitely awoke, awakened me. Uh, I woke up down there. And then drinking ayahuasca is like drinking a cup of historical nature, right? So you got the mineral kingdom that developed first, and then you've got the plant kingdom. And when you drink that ayahuasca and it takes you up into the astral realm, you, that's your whole lineage. And the, the ayahuasqueros, the medicine people of the Amazon, the folklore is, is that that's the phone home. Whether we're a bunch of aliens that have populated this planet or whatever, it's the phone home. Some other folklore that, you know, it's the medicine tree because the shaman of the rainforest was going to die. And he said, when I die, plant me next to here. And then when my wife dies, plant her next to it. And that's supposed to be the ayahuasca and the chacruna. And then people will have the medicine for life. And then they safeguarded this for thousands of years, word of mouth. And now with the internet, ayahuasca is everywhere. And it's being administered all over North America, Europe, Asia. I hear about it all the time because I have a lot of content on that. So that is a big awakening for a lot of people once you see clearly or you get the message from mother you know hey you might want to forgive the person that raped you or beat you as a child because now you're 50 years you know later and carrying that type of burden or axe to grind it may not be serving you and you may want to do your best to let, let you know let that go and do some psychological work on that and so the ayahuasca is an incredible tool of awakening. Uh, so it wasn't just the nature, it was the, the natural plants as well that helped me awaken. Uh, it was multifaceted. Plus I did a lot of Vipassana meditation and, uh, and then just my own quest to become healthier and healthier and really understanding the food supply. Because once you're awakened, then you start realizing, okay, what is the environment that I'm in and how does my education play into that and how do other things work? And if you want to see a peace on earth or some better systems on the planet, then I have to start really understanding where we've come from and be able to unwind that and dismantle it. And again, final frontier is mind over matter. And the final frontier is also the battlefield of the human mind. Mm -hmm. Once we get clear that we are powerful co-creators and that we can create everything. I mean, having sex with a woman, you'll create babies, right? So we can create nothing, nothing that is not nature in this world. This thing that we're talking on, this jewelry, this t-shirt, it's all created in the mind of the man first. When the Rizzer put the Wu-Tang Clan together, he had the idea in the mind. Let's mm -hmm. get nine people together, create a super group, and then get individual contracts, and we'll be great business people forever. And he sure as hell pulled it off. But that idea was in the first in the mind. And so we have to get clear in the mind of what the heart desires and then program the mind with the heart's desires. Right now we're programming with the ideas of the industrial age through media. It's all been programmed and stored here and the stories that we tell on TV, et cetera, it programs the human mind. So we have to unravel that. Meditation's a tool, hypnosis is a tool, psychedelics are a tool, having a near-death experience is a tool, having a close loved one uh, die. Uh, this is another tool of awakening. Mm -hmm. And so having you almost die that's a tool of awakening. And so we can never play the victim. Uh, even though 
you might not have created the systems specifically. Collectively, we have all created them. Therefore, we're responsible. And nobody's a victim. In my humble opinion, working philosophy, that this is the big cosmic joke they speak of in the Vedic scriptures. This is just God playing God and God forgetting that God was God and, and, uh, and then waking up going, oh, sh- oh that's right. That's right? Really and then getting point. out there and using our God-given powers, the laws of alchemy, Neoplatonic philosophy, which was taught to Descartes, Plato, no, not Plato, but Descartes, Newton, uh, Da Vinci, all these guys studied Neoplatonic philosophy, which is alchemy. Focus creates reality. So whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. We can't have something in the hand that we don't have first in, 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 in the mind. And so getting clear on what we want and creating just no different from Harvard, Yale, you know, John D. Rockefeller. These are ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's just time for new ideas. No, we, we desperately need them. You know, I, the one thing that I resonate with Eben said on when I had him on was you need to be able to find the ability to create space between yourself and the world, you know, and that, until you can truly create that space and maneuverability, the friction of life and the friction of that outside world will, will kind of impair your ability to maneuver in the ways that you need to, to really optimize all of those natural things to your point that they're there for all of us. And I think maybe bandwidth is the wrong word, but I look around at people and even some of the most troubled folks who seem lost, they have the bandwidth there. It's, it's not maybe available. It's being utilized in other ways, whether it's, you know, distractions on social media or work or, you know, a personal relationship or stresses about other things that in the end of the day, I think if they were to have a wider view of everything, they'd realize it's wasted energy and that they could shift a lot of that brain power and human power into all of those other way more impactful when you're focused and bring them all together. The result is so much more than they could ever even understand as possible. Correct. And people are addicted to the dopamine that, you know, Mm. coming out of our devices or they want to disconnect from the world and they drop into, you know, the television programming, et cetera. So it's, it's almost like a trap. And so again, going back to designing your life around what's going to help you deprogram your mind and stay in connection with what matters most. So much research has been done on people on their deathbed. They don't talk about their toys and their conquests. They talk about the fucking family. And if they could just have fucking 10 more minutes or 15 more minutes with this family member or that family member, or they wanted to climb a mountain that they never climbed, or did they do this? They take their dreams to the grave. And so that is really the truth. And so aligning yourself with your heart's desire, which is 5,000 times the strength electromagnetically than the, than the mind, and the mind's very powerful. And Einstein said the mind is not only a, 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 a receiver of information, it's also a transmitter. And so uh, really figuring out what the heart desires. And the heart is going to soon realize that you need a body, <laughs> you need, your poop needs to work, your eyeballs need to work. You need to be able to move through time and space and that you might need your health for that. And so uh, then start programming your mind around wrapping around the health, the sleep, the nutrition, uh, the relationships, your thinking, 
um, your breathing mechanics, which are so, so, so important. Um, so it's like we've just got kind of lost and it's a good thing because then people are so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so now they pop up on the internet, they find someone like my work or Paul Check's work or Elliot Hulse's work, creating strong men and, and just being really you know strong and clear out in the world. And, and there's a ton of women meditation and yoga teachers out there and some really beautiful stuff. And so it's just a great time of awakening and, uh, I urge everyone out, out there to get clear on what your heart desires because then we can reverse engineer it and work it from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's got me really fascinated on what's beyond, right? Because all of those things, every, like uh, everything matters because we're made of matter, right? I heard that somewhere. And when you kind of look at it that way, then it kind of takes the limitations of earth away from it as well, right? It's like, well, if everything matters and we're all made of matter, then that star that I'm looking at at nighttime, that's impacting it. You know, things that I can't even, things that are beyond my vision out into the multiverse or whatever, you know, they're playing, there's, there's a playing a part in that, you know, whether it's, I, I used to think people who are into astrology and like, oh, you know, the typical, you know, it's easy to, you know, oh, that's just very woo woo. Um, but it's, yeah. And, you know, my mom is always, she's been that person. And, Maybe that's why I resisted it a little bit as a kid. Like, you know, mom's a little bit, uh, seems like she's kind of, you know, she was telling me like, don't eat hot dogs. Don't stand in front of the microwave. And, you know, we'd make fun of her all the time. But as I get older, I'm like, maybe my mom actually had it right. You know, maybe. And I thought she was just trying to like, kind of be different than everybody else. And there's probably some of that. She just wanted to be different, that she's a contrarian. But there's some wisdom to that too, where something just didn't make sense. And she wasn't willing to just say, Oh, I saw it on TV. That's fine. Yeah. Good old moms. I, you know, uh, Mick Dodge broke it down to me that uh, matter I think is Germanic. It translates into mother. And so, and that makes sense. Mother earth. And so there's a bunch of wordsmithing and spells that we've been bound by, by word constructs as well. I study nonviolent communication. I also study neuro-linguistic programming. It's very important that we understand our language and speak in the affirmative, never negating that which we desire, that which we're creating. Always speaking in the affirmative. This is alchemy. This is affecting matter. Words affect matter. Abracadabra is my word, is my wand. And so the more we can wrap our head around that and understand that before the industrial age school system, the only people that would go to any kind of advanced university, advanced education um, were the Descartes, the Plato's, the, uh, the, uh, the Newton, the Da Vinci, the learned people uh, of previous times would study Neoplatonic philosophy, which is alchemy, which is magic, <laughs> mind over matter. You, you literally create with your vibrations of your words to affect matter. And prime example is is Steve Jobs is not an engineer. He was an idea man. Mm -hmm. And we take it for granted. We're sitting on these MacBook Pros and iPhones and stuff like that. But that's, he's an idea man. And lo and behold, he experimented a lot with psychedelics when he was younger. And so, uh, so really just continue to open up your mind 
figure out what the heart really truly desires, which we all want peace, figure out what your gifts are that you that things that are effortless, your genius inside of you, things that are effortless, things you love to do as a kid, even if it sounds stupid, right? You know, riding horses and, you know, drawing and, you know, art and all that stuff, all this creative stuff. There's a place for that in society, cooking, you know, cleaning, cleaning so important for your house because your mental structure, if you're overwhelmed by the feng shui of your house because you have trash piles all over it or dirty laundry, that's going to fuck with your head, you know? So just really starting to understand everything about your environment and that you're creating your reality and that significant other partner that's there that's driving you crazy and you're waiting for a divorce, that's your sacred mirror. You want to look at your shadow? We're the sum total of the all. So we're yin, yang, two forces guiding us, masculine, feminine, inhalation, exhalation, anabolic, catabolic. And so just look at your spouse and that sacred mirror, that, that, that relationship that makes you so angry or upset or infatuated. That's the love or, or shadow that that's the love or hate that you see in yourself. You see out, uh, as a mirror in front of you, whether that's love relationships, business relationships, or anything, we're always being gifted back with that mirror. And that's, that's not taught in school. So that's a tough cookie to swallow for a lot of people. But you are the sum total of the all and you are creating your own reality. That is the truth. Once we can get down to that, we stop playing the victim. We stop waiting for politicians to change the world. And we go out and speak into existence that which we wish from our heart. And everybody wants peace. So it's been a lot of conversations I've had on this podcast. If there's one clip that I hope more people could see, that's, that's one of them right there, man. That was very well said. Well, you know, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist and I'm super excited to be alive right now and, and to be talking to you, Justin, and, you know, the internet for hook or crook, you know, it's double-edged swords, yin and yang, bad or good. Yeah, it's addicting and dopamine addicting with scrolling and all that stuff. But you know what? I've been able to affect real change in a very small amount of time. I've been on the internet for less than 15 years and we're crushing it right now. And I'm not even close to popular on YouTube. I have a good amount of people, mm -hmm. um, but we're about to crack that code. We're going towards 100,000 subscribers right now on YouTube, uh, which isn't even a lot. I mean, I know Jake Paul and Logan Paul and Elliot Hulse, they've got a million plus, seven million. You know, there's plenty of people with greater impact. But show me one other thought leader that's really getting out on the front lines, putting it all together, cheerleading humanity forward, and speaking into existence our solutions. I don't see any health and uh, wellness influencers going to the deep level. I do like Anomaly. I think he's dream rare, uh, dream rare on, uh, on, he's a hip hop and news guy. Okay. long-haired guy anomaly on youtube he breaks it down really 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 well i like that uh, i don't know if he's got the health piece but he's definitely got the consciousness piece and kind of the third dimensional element are you familiar with ben greenfield yes i know ben okay. i i've been on his podcast okay yeah i follow along with a little bit of what he says as well um not as intently as others but he's had some good some good things that i've picked up on um especially just about sleep, um, a big one about sleep. So, I mean, the biohacking stuff is great, but what's Ben's ideas on changing the world? 
you know, I seen him on Paul Check's podcast and, and uh, I, I didn't hear any solutions come out for him. You know, he's, he's a health guy. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. Um, and he's a nature guy because he lives out in nature and I know he runs. I'm just wondering a good, a big thought leader like that. What's his solutions for pulling a rabbit out of a hat where we currently are? Because look, all this health influence stuff is great, but unless we're really driving for massive transformation, uh, we're pissing in the wind because the glyphosate continues to bioaccumulate in, in our bodies and in the earth and in, you know, uh, cattle and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So what are our major solutions for, 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 uh, you know, transferring all this? I get everyone's got their marketing and their ideas and their business and it's crushing it and this and that. Um, and I think anyone who's teaching health is definitely, that is the solution. Um, but also, you know, moving forward, like what, what is the leadership moving forward? I want to see it from everyone. You know, I like Elliot Hulse, what he's doing about bringing the family back together and how mm-hmm. feminism was part of the divide and conquer. Most people don't know that Gloria Steinem worked with uh, the CIA. They wanted two people to pay into the tax structure. I lived through that. Really? My mother didn't have a job until 1979. Fuck yeah, man. Now everybody's working. Who's watching the children? Yeah, Who, you know, let me ask you this question. Who's yeah. feeding the children? The state. The Who's watching the children? The state. What did they do to the food supply? They fucking fucked it up for business. And it's all legal and scientifically validated. But everybody's fat as hell and sick as hell. Childhood cancer, childhood diabetes, childhood obesity. The fuck? <laughs> These ideas are so good. Yeah. They're, they're, how good are they? Well, look at your results. We got big problems. And so obviously feminism, yeah, burn your bra. Let, let everybody else make their food. You know, and then people call me a misogynist for even questioning it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Why? Because the fact of the matter is you've been programmed. You bought the cookie. I don't care. You know, I, I do care. But, you know, if you, if you call me a misogynist, you're misguided. You need, to, you need to be figuring out who your controllers are. And then eat the red pill as best you can. And keep swallowing it. It's like that ayahuasca. It tastes like shit, but don't miss your mouth. <laughs> It doesn't work unless you miss your unless you, unless you get it down your neck, right? The idea is to get it down your neck. Get that medicine and wake the fuck up. Children need their mothers. Children need their mothers. That's the bottom fucking line. The mother's presence and the mothers naturally want to feed the children uh, food. And every mother out there needs to read and download this booklet glyphosate on your plate there's thousand times parts per million of what the government allows safe in cheerios thousand times that's the first food that women feed their children after breastfeeding or worse feeding them with a bottle and formula soy-based chemical formula and so you don't want autoimmune problems then you should start looking into vaccines childrenshealthdefense.org robert kennedy jr He's got massive amounts of information. All the manufacturers for vaccines are convicted felons. Merck is in court right now for the MMR vaccine. The CDC whistleblower threw away 10,000 pages of data. In 2004, his name is William Thompson. In 2004, him and his team threw away 10,000 pages of data proving that autism, 226% increase in African-American boys. Yes, vaccines cause autism. It's in the literature. There's no safety testing. There's no double blind placebo. 
if they're not safe nor efficacious. Go deeper, guys. Know the difference between germ theory and uh, terrain theory. Antoine Beauchamp was uh, Louis Pasteur's uh, um, uh, contemporary. Um, and, uh, you know, research that. And Louis Pasteur was a sellout. And so he worked for them. And we base all of our medicine on germ theory, all this coronavirus bullshit on germ theory. Go down and dig down to bedrock. Quit being an ignorant human being and being force-fed and programmed all your information. You've been programmed to lie based on business, people. We live in an oil petrodollar fake currency made up currency they shift it from one thing to the next the 2007 crisis housing crisis they bailed out the banks wake up guys you're a fucking pawn you're being tricked into everything you're being lied to you're being programmed in your industrial age school system you send your children to an industrial age school system you sit them in front of the tv because you got to go work because you think feminism is a good idea who's watching the food what happened to the food supply it's a big wake-up call look no further than yourself and your family because these are your creations you created that are nobody <laughs> not to not to interrupt you but are you aware okay. like <clears throat> so I, I don't know if you're, so the, there was a big explosion in Beirut, right? Um, in the port of Beirut. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but one of the things that was destroyed in that port was the grain silos that was to feed that whole region of the world. And there's, if people do a little bit of research, um, there's a lot of very recent disruptions to the global food supply. And has mute. I mean, it's just very interesting timing when it's, you know, the same time of a global pandemic and there's a lot of shifting and pol politics at play. I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy nut. Um, I would say I'm more of a conspiracy realist as opposed to a theorist, but you know, some of it is uh, very troubling when you start to follow the paper trail and you start to look down roads that lead you with uh, somebody that wants to talk to you in circles but it's like, uh, go past that person and look at the next conversation, look at the, the next log of data. Uh, there's a very scary narrative happening. But, well, hey, look, people, people need to wake the fuck up. Mm -hmm. This pandemic, statistically, I've been saying since day one, it's a nothing burger, okay? Um, you've got, what is it, 0.02% death rate, 99. Nine six success rate of recovery. Uh, the statistics are so skewed, and there's many doctors, the German doctors, all sorts of people all over the internet. Even though the internet has been scrubbed, your mind has been has been has been programmed, and you are responsible. And here's the thing: pay very close attention to the food, California was under siege with those arson fires and whatever they did in California, uh, mm -hmm. Oregon and Washington. And obviously those flat fires didn't cross over in New Mexico and Canada. Think about that guys. Um, and there was many reports of arson, um, including police reports and news reports. The fact of the matter is, is you need, there's four human needs, water, food, shelter and fire fire can be representative as technology so that's burning fossil mm. fuels or being on this oil-based petroleum uh computer that we're on right now um 
So those are the four human needs and everything else is a want. And so get focused. And the Hopi prophecy talks about this. Know where your water is, tend your garden. You know, things are about to change in a very big way. They've already been changing. People have been questioning me. I've been studying this before 2012. I went to the Mayan temples. I studied as much esoteric knowledge. I've been talking about the quantum leap for years in my lectures. People are like, what do you mean, Troy? How can that be? And we'll always be on oil. We'll always use money. Da, 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 da. You know, and then lo and behold, 2020 comes in. I knew this was going to be the year. I've been calling it for many years. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I could taste it for years, 2017, 2014. When is the big quantum leap going to happen? Sure enough, 2020 came. I was like, yeah, this is the year. I didn't know it was going to happen. February happened. January, I got lectures, workshops, traveling, launching my book. February, March, boom, lockdown. <sighs> This is it, guys. I knew it. And then lockdown, deeper, more programming, nightly news, numbers, people dying, driving past the, the, the emergency rooms in my neighborhood daily, going into Cedar sinai biggest hospital in, in West Los Angeles. There's nobody fucking there. What the fuck is going on? Where's the body bags? I go back into the shipping and receiving department. There's no body bags coming in and out. There's no supplies. There's no like emergency. There's no military like, but the news reports is like, dun, dun, dun. The numbers today got worse. And, and they keep showing that one hospital in New York. Yeah. And there's currency for people like you and I to get on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram and perpetuate something that they're really not even a part of or know, but they want to be a part of what they see on television because there's a fear of losing friends or families or relationships with others who may, you know, disagree with them for being a little bit less freaked out. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, how many people are pushing a false narrative who really don't know? <laughs> it's just right. like, Oh, I, I need to get onto this wave before it plows me over. The people are just being used as a tool. And this is the first wave guys. Here's a news flash. We haven't seen anything yet. we got the election in two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen from there? But watch your food, guys. Watch your food. Watch your water. I work with an organic superfood company. We've been in business for 27 years. We've been selling at preppers conferences forever. Our business is exploding online right now. Why? People want natural health. They want natural immunity. They want to lose weight. They want to make money online. We have a home-based business opportunity, but people are stocking up. I got clients in Europe that are buying $5,000 with the superfoods in one sweep. Well, our ultimate lifestyle transformation, we have organic uh, 60 servings of fruits, vegetables, and proteins. And so they're buying boxes of these. Business is exploding, which is great. But I also understand the money supply is fake anyways, and that could change in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So I'm spending all my money on my business. I'm spending all my money on Facebook advertising. I'm spending all my money. Everything's going back into my team and what I'm doing because money's get, fake in the first place. Yeah. Get the value from be. it now. Get the value from that dollar now. Yep. Agreed. Anybody Abs that's absolutely. slashing cash away. I've been like, man, I have some people who are anti-government, but they're like burying their cash in the backyard. And it's like, that's buy food, no better. Buy guns. Yeah, buy get something food. you can at least trade and barter with in the future. Self-protection, plant a garden. Yeah. I'm doing my men's work now and, and men are really attracted to this right now. And we're doing a lot of work around small farms. I got a friend who's got, a, 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 I think two thirds of an acre 
uh, out there in Camp Fernie, and he's been growing for a year. He works 13-hour days. We're, I did, I'm releasing some YouTube videos on it. Yeah, you think growing your own food, walking down to Whole Foods? What happens if California you know, falls off the face of the earth because of this whole democratic you know, Marxist revolution kind of thing happening? What if they get cut off? Well, newsflash for Arizona, we get all of our food from the, 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 the ports and the shipping lanes and the trucking lanes from California. So newsflash, guys. Um, know your food, know your water, really get down to it. Know your basic needs. Everything else is fluff and bullshit. And most of your life is basically bullshit. You're living for someone else. You're a cog in the wheel. You're a slave in the system, right? I have a freedom lifestyle. I've been riding my bike for 25 years, doing whatever the fuck I want and making money on the side for that. And so I'm not saying I'm better or worse than anybody else, but I'm saying I'm living the life that I want to live. People ask me if time and money weren't an issue, what would you be doing? Fucking same thing I'm doing right now. That's awesome, Troy. I love it. I love it, man. I appreciate your message. I know we we actually ran over the, the time that I think we initially planned to spend with each other, but I've enjoyed it a ton, dude. You're, you're as real as it gets, and this conversation has only made me want to dive deeper into your work. I'm excited. I'm looking for, I'm going to go out and grab that book. I'm going to keep uh, checking in. And hopefully this is the first of many conversations that we can have throughout the future. Um, I'm sure our journeys will, will cross again at some point, but uh, thank you so much, man. You're, you're a blessing. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. God bless you, brother. I'm an eternal optimist. This is, this is, this is what we all contracted for on this planet. We're going to pull a rabbit out of a hat and create peace on earth. So thank you for having me on Justin. And I look forward to staying in touch with you. Definitely. Certif at Certified Health Nut on Instagram, correct? I'm easy to find. Troy Casey, Certified Health Nut. I'm everywhere. Patreon. Add me on Patreon. I'm getting censored now. Hello? I'm getting censored. My colleagues are getting censored. So right now, this is anyone who's speaking about what's happening on the uh, deeper elements of geopolitics. Um, but health solutions are next that they've been on they've been censored for a long time but mm -hmm. you know holistic health solutions uh are next any kind of you know anybody that's speaking out against this race division right i'm for the unification of the brotherhood of man red man white man black man and yellow man was said prophesied a long time ago they'll come back around the fire that time is now i mean there's some stupid shit that happens on the planet but for the most part most people love their brothers and sisters. Nobody's hating on anybody else. That's a fucking lie that's being pro propagated as well. And so this is being shadow banned. Everything that you're seeing on Facebook and Google and, and Apple, they're all exchanging information. They're curating the information on the shit that they want to sell you, whether it's ideologies or products. So continue to deprogram the mind and unravel your mind. And program it with the heart's desire. Thank you, my friend. God bless you, brother. I'll see you soon.